We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. But I'm learning every day. Welcome to my podcast or audiobook if you want to pretend like you're learning something. Hi, I'm Kristen Key. I'm a comedian and a musician. Um, you can find me at kristenkey.com and then follow me on all my social media and um, subscribe to my YouTube page. If you like this podcast, uh, however you're listening to it, give it a like because now we're everywhere. We're finally in the world of podcasts. You can listen to Kristen Knows Blanket, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and don't say Pandora because they haven't approved us yet, but we're working on it. We're trying to become, and by we, I always just mean me and my microphone, which I've just named Millie. So me and Millie the microphone are trying to bring you the best podcast possible. So give it a like, subscribe. I don't know what the process is, but just do it. And, um, and that helps me out a lot. And drop us a line from time to time. The website is kristenknowsblank.com and the email is kristen at kristenknowsblank.com. If you have uh, a topic for an upcoming episode or you just wanna say hi, or um, you wanna bully me online, don't, but you can, you totally can. So this week is Halloween week. I get way more excited about the noises than I do about the day. I've never been a big Halloween fan. Uh, maybe it's because my mom used to dress me up like a flower or a princess or a different variation of the same costume. And then, oh man, for like six years I was a clown. Anyway, never a whole lot of fun for me. Um, I think I did get some of the candy, but we weren't really allowed a lot of sugar. And now that I'm a grown woman and I know what sugar does to me, good idea. <laughs> sugar. Um, so now, really, around Halloween, I just look forward to the seasonal cereals, uh, Frankenberry, Booberry, and uh, Count Chocula. They come out once a year, and, and so I've been enjoying those and the sugar highs and sugar lows of the Halloween holiday. But amidst all that, I was thinking, this truly is a holiday of spirits and the supernatural, and I don't know that much about the spirits and the supernatural. Everything that I know, I got from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which may or may not be an accurate depiction of the spiritual and supernatural. So I thought, this year for Halloween, let's talk to an expert on ghosts and the supernatural. I happen to know somebody uh, who, who ain't afraid of no ghosts. So I called in my good friend who is a comedian she is a ghost hunter and she's a tarot card reader and she uh she is my expert into the world of the supernatural she's also very funny and a super delight to talk to so here is my halloween interview with karen rontowski karen thank you so much for being on this show this is a very special week uh, yes it's my week Halloween it is your week and it is Halloween week and happy happy Halloween week do you do anything special for Halloween uh well I do I'm almost always working this year I'm gonna be in Chicago at Rosemont Zaney's doing a special uh tarot and comedy show how do you incorporate tarot into a stand-up show what I do what the whole show is is I do a certain amount of stand-up at fr up front and then I take questions from the crowd but I always make the answers funny so it's super fun and actually I have a CD coming out that is called Ooh. Psychic Stand-Up. That's what I call the show. Tarot edition, or the Valentine's Day edition, because I did one for Valentine's Day, and it's just 45 minutes of taking questions and um, just doing jokes through it. So, you know, it's my favorite thing. It's what I want to be doing all the time. But I did it, used to do it at Flappers, and then Zanies was like, come 
out and do whatever you want. And, and I have a long paranormal story I'm trying to get on tape about how I was attacked by a fairy. So all, Halloween's my favorite time. You're the perfect guest for this week. This is so exciting. And, and I can tell because you light up when you talk about this topic. Oh, yeah. And that makes it more fun to talk about. I have to mention, as a stand-up comedian, though, you are one of my favorites because I had Kira on a couple weeks ago. And we, I mentioned that you made me laugh in a way that no one had made me laugh before. And she shared a similar story with, uh, I believe it was Johnny Sanchez. And I said I was in a, in a little dark, you know, nowhere comedy club in Redondo. And you told a joke that it just landed soft in the audience. And I was pounding the table and like it's tra- transformative. And the, it, the line was about uh, you and an S&M clown. And I oh. don't want to spoil it, but will you say that line again? Sure. So just so I can hear, because I think I ruined it the other day. Sure. I will no longer uh, have S&M sex with clowns because uh, they always try and put the ball gag over my nose. Yes. <laughs> I just feel like that <laughs> that got me. I'll never forget that moment because it was like, it made me like stand up again. <laughs> so you're a brilliant comedian. And I want to hear more about how far back in your life can you remember being in some way connected to uh, like a spiritual presence or believing in a spiritual presence? Where did this come from? Uh, I think it was always. I think it was always. I had several psychic experiences when I was little. Um, and I, it's very interesting because uh, it's kind of like when people ask me about stand up. I say, I think stand-up comedians are born. I don't think they're made. I think, you know, you can you can kind of trace back when you ask a comedian and you can find the albums they listen to. I knew them by heart, that kind of thing. And that's kind of how I came into this world because my parents weren't real religious, but I always believed, you know, I always had an imaginary friend. And to this day, I remember my imaginary friend was named Ben. So I think I was just kind of born out there, you know? Okay. Like it, it was now, in fact, Sometimes when I tell my stories, I just begin with, I have no time for your skepticism because it's not there. <laughs> well, that's how I want to approach this. We're just going to brush all that off. We're going to live in the universe that this is, this is absolutely happening because it is, it is reality today yeah. on this show. Um, so what was your first, I mean, so, so it's always been with you, but can you remember early in your childhood um, moments where it was more reaffirmed or what led you to this path? I feel like I'm an old person repeating my stories sometimes. But the, I, uh, there was a story, we lived in Massachusetts and we went to the beach one day and my sister who's older than me, but smaller than me had epilepsy and she didn't want to go in the water cause she thought she was going to have a seizure. So the waves were really big. Finally, we're getting ready to leave. And she says, okay, I'll go in the water one more time. So she goes into the water. She's about 20 feet from me. And this huge wave comes, she goes over it fine. Then she turns around and looks at me and she's terrified. And she says, oh oh my God, I'm going to have a seizure. So I run over to her and she puts her arms around my neck and she's sitting on my waist and we're like this. And I start to run into shore. And then something says, no, you have to go back out into the water. So I turn around and I go back out going deeper and deeper. And then this big wave comes and I turn my back and jump into it. And my dad said, the only thing that made it over the wave, over the curl, was her head. And that if we had been in any further, we would have tumbled and hit the, the undertow would have pulled us. And then when we got to the beach, I said to my dad, I go, you were right next to her. Why didn't you grab her when she screamed? And she said, uh, he said, she never screamed. And then I said, tell him you screamed. And she said, no, I froze. I never screamed. So that was, I think I was in like sixth grade or something like that. So that was a... 
That was some of the beginning of uh, of my wacky. Yeah, or it's like these the 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 little impulses that that we get that we don't listen to or ignore. Yes, it's it's it can be guides, it can be intuition, it can be um, you know, whenever we get out of our trying to control or just you know what I mean, like that I think now was telepathy. Like I was so close to my sister, we were exchanging thoughts, and she was in trouble, so I heard it. Um, but it was, uh, I think everybody was a little stunned at that point, but my father is unbelievably psychic. Well, not now he kind of has dementia, so he's not that <laughs> psychic, but, um, he always kind of had his family always had kind of weird mystical stuff in there. So they weren't that surprised, but they Okay. Were, and know? so, so this, this definitely is something that, that the family wasn't like, I don't believe you. You're, you're crazy. This was this something that the whole family is a part of. I don't remember anybody discouraging me, which is really interesting because a lot of mediums will come, you know, there'll be little kids and they'll be seeing dead people and people go, that's, you're not seeing that. And I think that can mess with your head if you're a little kid, but I don't remember being discouraged. Um, I don't, I don't remember. It probably happened. I don't remember. Maybe I have dementia. Too. Well, good for you, blocking it out. Yeah, no, we're just we're just powering through. Yeah. What is? I mean, for the sake of the show, just defining terms. What is? What is a ghost? Uh, a ghost is a human spirit. So there's sort of a big array. Like everybody thinks there's ghosts and there's demons, but there's actually so many things in between there that it's kind of um, it's a huge topic. But ghost usually um, means a human spirit. That is, uh, that is either on the other side, that is on the other side. So a ghost is usually a human. Okay. And is there like, as a ghost hunter, um, is there like, I don't want to like stereotype you all ghosts do this, but is there something more common that like ghosts do? And what's the difference between maybe a ghost and like a spirit or a presence? Uh, so ghosts, like we would say, would be a human like you or I that have passed over. Then you can have guides. Um, some people think guides can be humans that passed over, but I think guides are something else. They can be angelic. Uh, they can be from a different realm. They could be, um, they're more, I would put in the spirit category. Um, then you have sort of elemental spirits, which are the spirits of the earth that um, have to do with like air, fire, water. Um, you know, it's kind of like a, a good story. A friend of mine uh when there was a house that was having a lot of trouble and they couldn't all of a sudden there was all this action in the house things are moving things are getting tipped over uh uh and what had happened was they had just paved their backyard and they had all these elemental spirits that lived there that were like earth spirits and they were furious that they had ruined this backyard so they were in the house <laughs> throwing stuff around it's like you have to be very careful um, with, with stuff like that. And also there's, um, there's what they call fae, which are fairies. Um, and I know that sounds hysterical, but there are, uh, there are actual. Spirits. Oh no, we are very open-minded on the show. And by we, I mean me, cause it's my show. Anybody that's listening, we're going to just keep an open mind because okay. otherwise listen, listen to something else. There's plenty of things you can listen right. to. But we're going to keep a very open mind. So, uh, and Fae are something that sort of, they're, they usually start in Ireland. They usually come from Ireland. Uh, but they're kind of all over now. And Fae, I've done quite a few podcasts on Fae because there's, and I have encyclopedias of different kinds. Like every apartment has a house fairy. Or there's a fairies known as brownies. And brownies are actually, they're, the thing when you're talking about spirits, like elementals and fairies, the thing about them 
is we think they have a human consciousness, like thank you and please, but they do not. You do things their way, or they can be very malicious and trickster. And um, I got in trouble with one, so I know this. But like there's in England, some houses are known to have brownies, and the brownie will tidy up. You'll you leave your clothes out. You'll find your clothes folded, right? <laughs> and then you move your apartment around, and they are like, no. Everything is supposed to stay where it was, and you came home, and everything was thrown around. So, um, and there's then there's kind of um, a big thing now that people are finding out of, are called jinn, D-J-I-N-N, and that's a Middle Eastern term where um, we kind of translate it into genie in a bottle, okay? But they are um, actually spirits from the Middle East that um, there are some people in the Middle East negotiate with them. You do a, um, I'll do this for you if you do that. You have to be careful. They marry humans. They can, it can get very involved. But so there's all this array that sort of fits between human ghost and demon. There's all this other stuff in there. Wow. Okay. So, so it's good that we're knowing this. So we don't just say, you know, is there a ghost in the house? So many questions about that. For one thing, like the, uh, the backyard issue that, tore up the backyard, ended up causing all kinds of mischief in the house. How were you able to connect that that problem caused the inside, uh, what would you call it, like a, a, just chaos or a manifestation? Chaos. Or just chaos, yeah. okay. Um, that was actually my friend's case. So I, on that one, I want to say they had a medium with them who kind of could tell what was going on. She could see it. And then there's certain ways to fix that. So she was kind of like, this is, when a, especially when a medium goes in, and sometimes I get this too, um, a medium is really someone that talks to the dead, but it's a broader view now. Like, I can walk into a house and know when something's wrong. The first thing that you have to do is you have to interview the client, and it's actually a long interview, and it definitely goes into, um, are there any drugs? You know, is there any mental problems? Sure, that would they be important. <laughs> Let's thing. cover that right off yes. the bat. Yeah, are you <laughs> yes. high? Because I think I yes. found your problem. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And a lot of people that send me stuff that think there's a possession or something going on in the house, it's a long process that we filter down. And uh, usually if there's something really is something in the house, they stick with it. But if someone's having mental issues, you can see right along the way, they start to get, you know, kind of defensive and when are you coming over? <laughs> um, Don't move my right, newspapers. So kinda... It's definitely not the newspapers. <laughs> yes. So um, the first thing you have to do is, like, one of the things, if you called me and said there was something in your house, I would say, okay, what's happening? What's moving around? What's, what's going on? And, and it, the thing is, human spirits, so if it was a spirit that was a human, um, they can really only move things that are one to two pounds. So you might say, oh, my wow. keys are moving. Okay. Or a glass are getting pushed up. When you start moving, when chairs or stuff starts moving, you kind of move out of the human realm and you go into this is something else. And then you kind of ask what changes have been made around the house or who has been to your house. Um, you can very easily have someone that's not really great come into your house, has some bad energy or something attached to them that might be like, hey, I'm staying over here. I'm staying um so that's not cool to... don't leave your don't leave your no awful things in my house don't leave your, I, know, your... I, know. <laughs> I don't want your chair moving spirits here get out of here take that with you i know take your dirty underwear and your dirty <laughs> attachments 
Um, but ghosts are not also, so scary then. Ghosts can't lift over two pounds, so ghosts. Well, I'm less afraid of, of ghosts. More afraid of my friend's bad energy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're more afraid of ghosts. Um, so the funny thing about ghosts, though, um, is they, uh, they have a tendency to sit at the end of the bed. Oh, don't say that. Okay, now I'm scared again. I know, like, right? oh. My blanket weighs two pounds. Stop it. <laughs> I've always said, uh, you know, I'd always, I would like to see Liam Neeson, but if I'm not expecting to see Liam Neeson, <laughs> I don't want to see him at the bottom of my bed as I'm waking up. Oh, look, Liam Neeson is here. It's um, a really good, I'm a big but, fan of Julie Andrews, but if she was standing at the foot of my bed, no. Uh, Julie, don't surprise <laughs> no. me uh, when I'm sleeping. Um, so, uh, but they usually can't, they can't cause that much mischievous. Now, there's also two types of human spirits. So you have your um, sort of lost, what we call an intelligent haunting, which would be something you can communicate with, or it actually has a consciousness about it. It may think you are in its house. It may um, be looking for someone. We don't always know what they can see. So sometimes we think they will see, um, you know, like some. Sometimes they can come up full body apparition, but sometimes they're lost. We don't know if we look like images to them. What do we look like to them? An interesting story is sometimes you'll see, um, like in, you can be in a house and you will see a ghost that their knees are at the floor, their knees up and they're like this. And it's like, what is that? And then you find out the house has been renovated and the floor used to be down oh. here. So that ghost is still on that dimension. Okay. So they haven't really come over this way. So you can also have a residual haunting, which a residual haunting is just when it's almost like an energetic imprint. And uh, my favorite story that goes with this is um, this couple bought a house. An older couple had lived there for like 80 years and they passed away and their kids sold their house. And every morning when they get up, the kitchen cabinets are open. Just every morning they get up, the kitchen cabinets are open. Can't stop it. Don't know what's going on. Nothing else happening in the house. Just kitchen cabinets are open. So they finally call the kids and they're like, what is happening? And the, the story was when they first bought the house, the woman that lived in it didn't want cabinets. And one day she went to the store, come back. Her husband had put cabinets on the, she just wanted shelves. He had put the cabinets on it made her so angry that every morning she would get up and open the cabinets and he would have to come in and close them. Oh my God. So that made such an energetic imprint that even after they were gone, this residual of opening the wind has continued to happen. That's why I'll never get married. That, that is a resentment that goes beyond the grave. That is, yes. yeah, I told you. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, so it's kind of a complicated thing. Like people are always like, can you just come in and clean it out or something like that? But, um, but also apartments can be funky because you can like, you can push something out of one apartment and it just goes over to the other like one and termites. comes back. Like, because, right. Exactly. Exactly. It goes where the energy, whatever suits it. And, um, so since I read tarot in my apartment, I kind of have to keep it cleansed and positive all the time. What do you do? What's, what's a good way to keep the energy or the, the, yeah, I guess the energy good in, in the. The place that you're at. Uh, you know what? Uh, for people that aren't interested in woo woo, whoa 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 woo woo. <laughs> woo woo is what I do. It's all the woo. Um, <laughs> I just want to make sure we're defining our terms, so I didn't get lost <laughs> <Yeah>. here. 
Well, it's all the tarot okay. and the and the ghost stuff. So they call that woo woo. Um, that lady that did the book about the joy of tidying up, like just keeping everything positive. Okay, you know what I mean, like keeping things that you love around you. Um, I burn incense every day, and I burn a couple of different kinds. Uh, and when you do incense or even when you do meditation or you just picture white light covering your walls every day, it sort of like puts this thin layer of positivity every day that builds up. And then you've made your space uncomfortable for things that are of a lower energy. Like if you see on the ghost show, sometimes the guys are always going, I don't feel good. I'm going to my stomach is upset. When you're around something that's negative, it's a low vibration and it actually affects yours and you kind of feel sick. I can, I can very much relate to that. Like people can do that to you sometimes yeah, too. Yeah, like the stresses, stresses manifest in, in physical ways. That's why I do like this, the spiritual I don't think is that far outside of a, a believable. Yeah. I mean, given how much we can do to our own bodies just based on our thinking and the way that we perceive the world around us. Because I've always had a nervous stomach, you know. And I think for about 17 years, I thought I had IBS. It turns out I was an alcoholic. Um, now, a little positivity, little, you know, little meditation in the morning. Suddenly, I don't have a nervous stomach anymore, you know, a more peaceful and calm. And it's amazing how you can reverse that. Like I have on one of my podcasts, I interviewed an energy archaeologist. And she cleanses. I want to talk to I her. <laughs> That's incredible. She's amazing. And she will be like, like, I was like, oh, my left knee is always messed up. And she's like, yeah, knees have to do with holding a grudge. <sighs> and I was like, oh, you know, right. And then she's like this, you know, your right shoulder has to do with this. But she knows every bone in the body and she sort of tells you what's going on. And it's so amazing. And it's so right. What on. part of the it's body right is on. your mom? Because like, <laughs> It's like lower back or something. <laughs> well, lower back, I believe, is support. So it could oh. be your mom. No support. Yeah. Mom, you're great. You're fantastic. I'm just I'm just somewhere. Her lower back just started hurting because her daughter is ungrateful. That's important. <laughs> Why do animals? Uh, are they on a different frequency and like are more animals susceptible to the spirit world? And some are just like, like as a porcupine, like I have no idea, but a cat's like, I know everything. Like give me a little, little information on, on pets and, and spirits. So, so you have to know everyone in my life is like, there's a demonologist and my best friend's an animal communicator. So, um, so oh my God, I want to meet all of them. I want to have them all over for tea and a, and a you smudge. My, yes. You should see taco Tuesday at my house. Holy cow. <laughs> Um, so, uh, an interesting sort of fact for anyone that's, that's like, is like, well, I don't believe this lady. So the shape of a cat's eye is sort of where they get, um, if you see it on the ghost shows, they have an all spec camera, which sees different colors, different layers. It sees heat. It has a much bigger, um, uh, like color spectrum than our eyes. Yeah, I've that's because that. it's shaped like a cat's eye. Like those animals can see, cats can see way more than us just because of the shape of their eye. Um, cats yeah. and dogs are definitely spiritual creatures that are here for us. Okay. So in other words, um, uh, my friend that's an animal communicator, I can literally call her and go, what is courage seeing right now? What is he looking at in the apartment? And it's always kind of something different. Or I'll feel like, one day I was like, is there a pirate in here? So I like, call her 
and she was like, is there a bridge? Is there a pirate in there? And I was like, yes. So um, something, I don't know why that was in here. But um, she communicated Did you piss off a pirate? I made everyone mad. <laughs> I, I got to stay out of Disneyland. Um, <laughs> so, but she communicates with my dog all the time. Like one day I'm on the phone with her and I see him standing next to his dish. And she goes, uh, courage just popped in. And uh, he wants you to know there used to be little triangles in his dish. And now there are little squares in his dish. And he is not eating the squares. He would like the triangles back because I had just changed his food. And he was like sitting there like, yeah, not eating that. Wow. And she was literally, um, uh, you know, she's, she's my friend. She's, a, she's a, you know, somebody had introduced me to her. They said, Karen, you got to meet this really smart lady. She lives in Florida. She can talk to your dog. And I was like, I know you don't believe me. There's no smart ladies in Florida, but that's <laughs> what happened. I mean, I think a lot of people, if someone said, you got to meet this really smart lady, she can talk to your dog. She's from Florida. We'd be like, sure, sure. Right, right. Maybe. I've met her. Yeah. <laughs> I've met her on a cruise. Yeah. So, so as you can guess, my whole life is kind of filled with all of these. It's always something, someone's calling me. Is there, you know. Did you change uh, his food back? Did you give him his squares? I did. I had to work it in. I had to change it. But he will literally call um, when I had something that attached to me. I didn't know it. I started getting really angry. I was like having an awful time. And then she called me and said, Courage, that's his name. Courage just popped in. Um, he says, you got a, something attached to you and you're wearing it like a cape. you got to get it off. And he was right. Um, but the way I met her was, because um, Courage is a service dog. He always has been. He's 16. I choke in my sleep and he wakes me up. That's his service. So I, I, she didn't know anything about him. And he was very, very sick. And um, I called her. I was spending tons at the vet. Couldn't figure out. Somebody said, you got to call this lady. I called her. And she goes, before I even start, he keeps showing me something red that you pull over his head. And he's insisting that he's very, very important. And he has a job. And he's very important. And I was like, oh, my God. He knows that he has a job. So she tells me exactly what's wrong with him. And then she goes, so do you want to ask him anything else? And he hated the dog that lived in front of us. And I said, why does he hate that dog? And she gets quiet and she goes, oh, that dog doesn't have a job. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, my dog's going to be perfect. Karen, I've enjoyed having you on so much. And now it is time for my favorite part in the show. Karen Rontowski, have you ever done a Mad Lib? Yes, when I was little. Okay, wonderful. This is not a Mad Lib for copyright reasons. I've written <laughs> fill in the blank story specifically for you. And I've left out some parts of speech. If you give me those parts of speech together, we're gonna make a hilarious story. Are you ready to play? <gasps> okay, I need an adjective. Purposeful. Is that an adjective? It is now. Okay. I think it is. Yeah. Um, a verb ending in ing. Okay. Um, panting. <laughs> yes. We're off to a great start. A weather event. Oh. Um, tsunami. Is that weather? Yes, it is. There are no wrong answers in um, <laughs> fill in the blank story. The story just changes. Um, uh, a sound. 
Oh, I love, you know, I just wrote this on my Bumble profile. I love the sound of kisses. Is that a sound? Kisses. Yes. Kisses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this story is fun. Um, an adjective. Um, woo woo. <laughs> That's the perfect adjective. <laughs> Woo-woo. Um, a body part. Oh. Can I say penis? Yes. Okay. You said it very well. <laughs> a celebrity. Liam Neeson. Yeah. An animal noise. Who? A phrase. My Persian lover. A verb ending in I-N-G. Spitting. <laughs> I think I always want my guests for this to be tarot card readers because it's, it's like you know the funniest answer. <laughs> This is wonderful. Um, and I wonder how many people are reading over my shoulder right now. Uh, a business. Donut shop. Uh, an adjective. Scrappy. Excellent. An occupation. Podiatrist. Which I never know. Is that kids or feet? That's kids, right? Uh, Podiatrist? Nope. Nope. Kids is pediatrician. Podiatrist oh, is feet. But if feet, took, okay. But if you took your, if your kid was having a trouble with his foot, you took him to the pediatrician, podiatrist, pediatric podiatrist. <laughs> that's that's how often I go to the doctor. I rely on my spirits to help me. I think we should all go to the podiatrist though, from time to time. Your feet are always sore. Yes, it's our mother. It's our heel. It's your mother. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, mom. That would make sense. I'm sorry. Um, uh, and. Oh, plural animals. Um, ducks. Yep. A farewell. Um, ta-ta. An adjective? Bossy. And a city. Vancouver. We have a story written specifically for Karen Rontowski. <laughs> Is my house haunted? Hey! <laughs> a letter, and it's addressed to you. Dear Karen, Strange and purposeful events have been happening lately at my house. At first, I thought it was my neighbor panting too loudly on their hardwood floors. Or maybe just that reoccurring tsunami and I forgot to shut the window. But neither of those things could explain the kisses I hear coming from the attic. And it's not just strange noises. Sometimes the room I'm in will get very, very woo-woo. That's right. <laughs> the hair on the back of my penis will stand straight up. <laughs> and I have the feeling I am not alone. <laughs> it's not just me either. My cat Liam Neeson has been acting strangely. They coo all night long. Sometimes it wakes me up because it sounds like my cat is saying, My Persian lover. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's getting worse. Yesterday, when I left for work, my rocking chair was facing the door. When I came home, it was facing the wall, and it was spitting. <laughs> That's always bad. That's bad. <laughs> is, have you ever, has that ever happened? <laughs> Not from a rocking chair, but from a guest. <laughs> well, never from a rocking chair. Never from a rocking chair. Although they are just creepy to begin with, aren't they? They're always rocking on their own. I won't keep one in my house. I won't do it. <laughs> I asked my realtor if the previous owner had had any problems like this. My realtor told me before I moved into my house, it had been a donut shop, but it closed because of a scrappy murder involving a cheating husband and an angry podiatrist. 
So what do you think, Karen? Is my house haunted or do I just have ducks living in my walls? Ta-ta, bossy in Vancouver. I think that house is haunted. <laughs> we have the expert, which, what gave it away? It was the rocking chair. Get rid of that. Just having a rocking chair invites spirits. So what do you have coming up? What would you like to promote? Uh, if it's Halloween weekend and you're in Chicago, come see me at Rosemont. Come see the tarot show. Uh, you can go to KarenRontowski.com. You can book a tarot reading or you can uh, check out my podcast, Paranormal Karen. And hopefully by then my new CD will be out. And uh, just KarenRontowski.com. Oh, Karen, thank you so much. You've been an absolute delight today. I'm so excited about this episode. So thank you. you thank you. Thank you. Well, everything you do is so creative and wonderful. So thank you for including me. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> oh. Oh my God, how great is Karen Rontowski? Find her online. Her website is karenrontowski.com. Book a tarot reading. Buy her comedy album. And if you're anywhere near Chicago this weekend, she is playing at the Rosemont Zanies. So guys, uh, become a fan of Karen Rontowski. And continue to listen to kristinknowsblank.com, the podcast. You can find us anywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. I don't want to talk about Pandora right now. Email the podcast. It's kristin at kristinknowsblank.com. If you have any suggestions for upcoming topics or any guests that you'd like to see on and have a very safe and happy Halloween, please wear your masks and be safe until next time. Bye. We're going to talk to some people, going to have a lot of fun. We're going to talk to some people, going to learn a lot of stuff. We're going to talk to some people, going to have a lot of fun. We're going to talk to some people, going to learn a lot of stuff. Because it's